the second um, one. That all right, sounds good. I'll do that. <laughs> I can't sneak it anymore. <laughs> We're back. I know. That, another week, such, another that, great that's, start. That's a nice thing. That, that's a nice thing. Is, is we are warned when you're getting ready to start the podcast. Oh, no, I don't now. Like that anymore. That's the best part. I'm not gonna lie. The first time I ever like did that, I all three of us just were Stuff. not expecting yeah. that. That was amazing, though. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, we're back. Another week. Another underachiever. Monday. Yeah, it's a Monday. Some of us worked. Some of us did like two hours of work. <laughs> I, I worked the whole time. Where's Hop out? Do we need to go I, back? I, I, to... I, I... He's a hard worker. Yeah, hard worker and Madden out. over there. Do we mm-hmm. need to go back to the, to the group chat there? Uh, no. Yeah, no. Anyways. Ugh. What are you talking about? Jeff, Jeff's like, just, right, whatever. Just move yeah. on. Move on. All right, let's move on. I'm moving on. I don't know. We actually got together over the weekend, though. Since Jeff is now closer and no longer multiple hours away, Ugh, bro, Jeff came into town, so we all kind of hang out on hung out on a uh, Saturday. Uh, played a little video games here and there. Met up at Ron's. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all we really did. <laughs> that's, all, that's all we really did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jeff beat I, Brian in 2K. I'm bragging rights. I actually went three and one against you guys combined. You did. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty hyped about that. I beat Whitmer in 2K and in Madden and then Dabs in 2K. I, I, I actually surprisingly had a chance in Madden, but that was, I, I think that the part that really screwed that up for you, Brian, is that last, is that, uh, so, um, was it towards the end of the first half that, that, Huge blob you just threw up out of nowhere, and I picked it off. Yeah, I kind of I saw once I was up like 35 10, I just started screwing around, and then yeah. when I started to screw around, I realized he started coming back, and I was like, Oh, wait, I probably shouldn't screw around anymore because that your, your points kind of I kind of wasn't realizing the score. Yeah, I, I, I can I, tell because I was like, oh, I was, I'm like 35 10. Yeah, next yeah. You know, like, you're, it's like 35 24. I'm like, Oh, wait. Hold up. Works. Where did these yeah. extra 14 points come from? Like, I probably should start actually working. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't I can't I can't afford to screw around because I'm, I'm the Washington football team. Yeah, you get really yeah. close to having them chuck three beers. Yeah, uh, shotgun beers. Not tr- shotgun. Not, yeah. But yeah. but I don't lose a Madden too often. This is true. Did, Except for last also night. for the record though, I do suck at Madden, so this is a it's surprised since the fact that he beat me with a Washington football team. So, yeah, you're lucky. Well, like I could have been, I, I I been the Titans. Yeah, that was your own mm-hmm. fault. You're like, oh, let me do it for the. Yeah, that was a big issue. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought I'd give Jeff a chance to have to face a worse team. You're not wrong. Ian yeah. did give me a chance. I also wanted to see if I could get the box and just. Drop eighty on you too. That that you that's that what would have happened. Yeah. So the fact that you, he put up thirty five on me in the first half alone with Washington. After that, I did not allow a single point, which I was impressed with myself. It's partially Brian screwing around. Partially yeah, a lot me of playing actually around. Yeah. All right. So seventy. I'll put it this way: so 70 percent of Brian sure. screwing around, thirty percent. I was like, me most of the third. I was like, most of the third quarter, I started screwing around, and then I started playing conservative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I couldn't not. Let's get away from it. <laughs> yeah, and then 2K, I just couldn't shoot for the life of me. No, because once saying. again, you played Jeff as he was the Lakers again. Yeah, that's this time you were sober though, so that, that played a big difference. Mm-hmm. He did. If I, I shot, still win. I, I still won though. If I shot five percent better, I think I could have won that game. You could have probably. Seeing that I dropped. I think just I just dropped forty six with Trey Young against Whitmer. You did. I was pulling up my deep threes. Just was he in. flopping all over the place for you, Brian? No. He didn't. He didn't need to. He was just draining him from. Uh, you know. I I, I hate like Trey Young. He's feet. so good, but I can't stand that. Yeah, good. Whitmer's, Whitmer's I dropped like another like thirty some points with yeah. uh, Dame Lillard. Dame, yeah. And we went so to the you, game like we know where you, this is you, going. You mean you mean future Sixer Dame Lillard? 
that's not gonna happen. I know. He's yeah, Wilmer was like, pull. Wilmer was like, shoot it. I'm like, all right, I just shoot it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that's because okay. earlier in the game, he, I wouldn't let him shoot missing. from logo. He wanted me to shoot. He wanted to shoot from logo, and I wouldn't let it happen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm from think, logo. Yeah. But close. Mm-hmm. He's not. I won. I think yeah. it was. A, what was it? I think I won like seventy three. Wait, 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 no, was this? Yeah, it was like. Yeah, I won by that, nine. I got like. What, what, was this? Was this last night's game? No, this is no. we just played earlier. Oh, it wasn't like eighty uh, through seventy one, something like that. Yeah. Um. I. Oh yeah. I dropped thirty in one in one quarter. Yeah, in the third. Yikes. Yeah. I took two of the three quarters, and we tied in the second. There you go. Or sorry, in the third, because he put up thirty in the second. Because that gotcha. was when. Literally, Young couldn't miss anything at all. I think I made. I think I shot. I made. How many threes did you shoot with with Trey Young there? Twenty-one. In general, how many did you make? Oh, okay. Oh no! In general, I shot twenty-one threes. I made. I thought fourteen or fifteen of them. That's ridiculous. I thought you meant you shot twenty-one threes with Trey Young. I was like, wait, what now? No, pretty much I did shoot with Trey Young. Like I shot maybe. (laughs) I say I, I would say I made. If I shot ten, I made I made eighty percent of my threes prior with Trey Young. Damn, yeah. that's impressive. Yeah, that's yeah I was just kind of pulling up and dropping, just kind of like when I did with Steph Curry. Just like yeah. pull up wherever I want from, and be like ah, it's going in. Poor, poor Whitmer. Drop sixty two with Steph Curry. Dude, that's absurd. You know, you know it's so bad about that. The rest of his team scored what sixteen? Yep. Yeah. That's that's uh, an issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yikes. Not really. Beat Wimmer, beat Wimmer with one person. Mm-hmm. Literally. His, he, he had less than 60. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a little scary. See, that's why Seth Curry's a cheat code in that game. Because obviously he's the best shooter in, in the game and everything, but at the same time, 2K20, so the game's more forgiving and more shots were likely to go in. Not to me. <laughs> Not for him. Because Wimmer's, Wimmer's used the Warriors and shot four points in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. I've done that. I wasn't going to go that there. That was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I, was I, gonna I, I always nice. go there because that was hilarious. You're the worst. Because I was like, about yeah, me, gonna... you're the worst. So I was like, I'm like, I was like, I'm going to get smoked. And then first quarter ends, it's like 20 something to four. I'm like, oh. yeah. <laughs> whoops. Yeah. Uh, I, I, guys, I really need to look into getting like the used Xbox once so I can play you guys in 2K. And and the Xbox back home with you. <clears throat> we usually we usually play like at night. We play probably four games unless someone yeah, two ties. of each. Yeah, unless someone ties and then we play a third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we usually so we max play six see, games see, at night usually. Okay, so you usually play like a best of five series. Yeah. Yeah. Not but, like that. Nah. I guess, yeah. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Well, well, but, yeah, but well, it's per it's per it's per game. So like we'll play two games or two K. And play a third oh, if necessary. I, I got you now. I got yeah. you now. But if someone okay. takes two, we're like, we're, game, we're just going to end the night. Yeah, and then just switch them out. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah here, right. here, here's the other issue. Even yeah. if I get an Xbox, I don't know if I want to get Madden. Get Madden. Get Madden. Get Madden. It's fun. I enjoy yeah. it. I know you do. You <sighs> lost by like a touchdown. That's yeah. not my fault. Okay, you first of all, I, on, on, literally, on, yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. This time I won't fourth and final about a good team. And we'll <laughs> see how the game goes for you, and then you can then you can talk about not playing me after if I don't fourth and final. Or- Brian, Brian, after years of playing you in NCAA, you should you should know my stance on wanting to play you in any football video game. That's a different so game. It's, yeah, it's a different game. It's different. I don't care. If Wimmer can still play me after getting dropped seventy three to fourteen, <laughs> you you can play me. Or his other his first game, he lost sixty two to like three. Three. You can still play me. Points, points, points. <laughs> I held this man scoreless till the fourth yeah. quarter with like two with minutes like, left. Yep, yep, yep. And I literally shouted. I was getting to the end zone. Points, points, points. <laughs> At that point, I was winning seventy three oh, to zero. Can't. <laughs> and then he scored a touchdown, <laughs> and he, I, he yeah. went for two. And he missed it. Yikes! So I won seventy-three to six. Whoops! 
or, or 62. All right, 62, I'll put it this way. All right. You can't I get guess. that bad. Okay. You can't get worse than my you, blowouts you, in both you, games. You want to bet? You, you want to bet? Yes, I can. Okay. Yes. Or you, you won't blow a 21-point lead in a quarter and a half. You want to bet? Yeah. This man. Babs, Babs, you, you saw, I'll put it this way. You saw how I tackled in, in yeah. uh, Madden the other I'm, day. I missed yeah, but I feel like it. That, I, no, that's like 90% of my tackles. The thing that makes it different, though, for us is it's so much different when you're playing not in person. So you can sneak right, that, more. That, you that, can that, sneak that, more that, things. That's a fair. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. But here's so the other if thing: if we're playing together, so, uh, and obviously you're not really purposely looking at the other person's like playbook yeah, or whatever, but you have an idea of what the play's coming to you, right? So you can't yeah, like sneak you know off who, like you know a what screen the be. or something like that, right? Like I did that um, earlier. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing, though, is. <sighs> All right, I think I forgot what train of thought. Never mind. <laughs> it's been a long day. Yeah. But, like it just like 30. you have continue, more you continue. have more opportunity to play. It's just damn it. Like, but, but you're not gonna do it when we did. I scored like 31 points in like a quarter and a half. You did. I could see that happening. Maybe a quarter to me. Maybe a quarter three. I can 100 percent see that happening to me still. Because I took him to half. I took him to overtime. And score to oh, that's what I was going to ask you. Um, so I know Brian doesn't because he actually understands football like from front to back. Whitmer, for when you're picking your plays, either offense or defense, or more specifically defense, do you like understand like the positioning on the field for, for like oh like um for, for like the actual like like the, what the playbook's calling if it's like a cover nine or whatever it's called? I'm just making words up. Do you actually understand like oh like um. But it, it, especially if you're in person against Babs, it's like, oh, like, uh, you know, or you just like, in a way, guessing the formation. Do you understand, like, where the players are going to go and how to typically, cover? Typically, I do because I tend to do, like, the same kind of defensive. Okay. Yeah. See, that's the difference between you and me. I have no idea what's going on. I just think, okay, you know what? This looks about right. Let's see how this goes. Mm-hmm. And that's, well, that's, that's where your issue is. So, like, I don't understand it. Well, you need to no. See, my thing was, I used to be like before when Brian and I were first playing this, like Mm. months back when he was beating me sixty-two nothing. I was like you because I was struggling on defense because he was using my play, and I just was like you choosing a defensive lineman. And then I got out of that, used a uh, linebacker. I started using a linebacker and started trying to take the play and let the play itself, the the computer, do everything else for me. Yeah. So, like, if I was sending okay. pressure, I was going to let the computer kind of get to him. Okay. Pressure him. Like, we, last night, he was Baltimore, and I beat him. Whereas before, wow. if, if that was the case, he was going to smoke me because it was Baltimore, and he could do his play. Yeah. He could do normally how he could yeah. do Yeah, because, like, for, for me, I don't know. It's also just a matter if, of playing yeah. him multiple times and getting a under, better understanding of how he kind of works. That's fair. Like, Wimmer can probably know not what exact play, but if I'm going to run or pass or what he's or an, idea. Action or, he has an idea. idea. But like, he, he normally knows first down, I'm probably running the ball. Especially yeah. start the game. Start the game, I tend to have <laughs> that. We both kind of start <laughs> off with the run. So we both have an we, idea. We just we, we try to be. we try to get it going. For the, so yeah, for the most of the first quarter, you can get a feel for the game. Running the, yeah. for, the for, for the first quarter, we're probably running the ball. We might have 50 yards passing. But then once the second quarter hits, you know what's working, what's not, and then you yeah. try to you you switch out throughout the you game. You just from there. But also, you have to fair. understand like I how I switch my plays up a lot. He does. Like, um, yeah, he does. <laughs> I know he doesn't. <laughs> no, trust me. I, I I noticed Brian switches up a lot. Like the amount of like like I I, I was watching. I, mean, I don't even have to watch him. Like like the way he, his hand movements are with the controller, it's like lightning fast. It's like he does an audible like that. Like in point two seconds, he does an audible. It's, so I do my audible um, based off what I'm looking at. I don't I don't look at your front four. I look at your backers yeah. and I look at your line. So I basically look at all your backers. Yeah. So and so looking at your safeties and looking at your linemen, your linebackers. That's what mm. I look at. Yeah. If I'm even so I when I play. do go for like an audible, like, like let's let, let's say for example, if 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 you have like two two in the backfield and I'm I'm calling a blitz, but then I decide, oh, you know what? Maybe he's getting ready to do like a play action, and I audible. 
I still I still don't understand like what the plays are to like. Uh, I have an idea playing. based off of the name. That's just I have an idea based off of the playing name. Playing as much. Oh, okay, like I think this is a um like like cover not D but you know it's not a blitz. <laughs> it's that's a just playing two, more it's something else. Yeah. That's yeah. really just playing more of understanding. Like, that's fair. So when my audibles pop up, I know what each one's going to do. I know mm-hmm. which way I'm going. So when I this is what I do. What knows this why is I'll come out in a play, and at least ninety five percent of the time I will audible. You're gonna audible. Based off of your defense, I don't care what I play. I pick really because I'm okay. most of the plays I will pick off the bat. I'll be okay running, but based off of yeah. how your defense comes out, I will audible. That makes a decision and for you. My defense, I very rarely will audible because I normally pick a play that can contain a run, but it's mostly dropping back. At the same time, though, um, you have to know like a three-four-four-four defense is different than a nickel where a nickel and a dime package will have more another DB basically come in. So it's going to be a lot of a, they're not going to be as big. So you're basically losing your linebackers. That's, that's what that is. Mm-hmm. So I base a lot of my plays on how the run game's going and what we can like, when he was crushing me at times and rushing, right. I would, I would change out backers and I put a DB in there, try to match the speed, but they're not big, big enough. So I'll switch that. That's why well, for me, I would, when I plank him, I won't necessarily. I'll choose a team that has a speedier running back, but I like more of the power backs. I like more of the guys that can actually take his hits. So when he's trying to take my head off, I can absorb it a little more and not fumble it. That makes sense. Yeah. Because yeah. they're, 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 be they're not going to be as fast, but I, I can at least try to shed more tackles with them. Because there, there was a time, I think, in a five game, five game span, Whitman was averaging four fumbles a game. Was. And I was recovering. Like I was recovering at least three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, all at the same time. But still, he's play, forcing those fumbles, though, which is key. Yeah. When I play, I don't. I don't pick a linebacker anymore. I used to. I pull a line. I take a lineman and I pull him. So I'm only rushing three mm-hmm. the entire time. Right. And a lot of times it, it works. I will be able to get to Whitmer and force him out of the pocket, sack him. Depending on how the run goes, if the runs not, if I can't stop the run, Wilmer has been running. I keep my linemen. I keep all my linemen off. Mm-hmm. I also prefer a five-two defense, which a five-two defense in Madden is five linemen and two linebackers. Mm. It's more of a like when we were playing when when I beat him with San Fran, and he was the Bucks. I was like, I need to contain the run. That was the entire goal. Like, I don't right. care if he throws the ball. I don't care where he throws the ball. If I can stop his run. I have a better chance of winning this game, which I've won two of them. But that's because I was able to contain his run under 100 yards. There you go. Yeah, no, and, and like you mentioned earlier today when you were playing against the computer, like you held their run under 85 yards each, which is insane. Like I feel like if you, even if someone's dominating in the air and they and they still try to get some runs in, like, it, you know, if you can get the run game down to within, under 100 yards or so, then that's, you know... And that's, that's the one thing. Clutch. The thing that's always changed outcomes for us is if if we can't get the run going, we are more more than likely probably going to lose that game because we're going to have to try yeah, to right. pass more. Because, but I think you guys, you really, and especially Brian, he loves to run the ball. Where, like, it's yeah, it's it, it's almost like you use that to your advantage, and it's like and like incorporate into your game plan. If you can't get the get, uh, the run game going. You your win percentage goes down by I'd say a solid twenty five percent at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, and what what knows us too, like, um, like I like you said, incorporate the run. I love to make him bite on my run because I so I try to establish yes. the run and I'll throw a play action there because I want him to think I'm running every single time. So I will always majority of the time line up in a single back because I want him to think I'm running. Right. He thinks I'm running. He has to defend the run, no matter what. No matter if I'm passing or not, he has to defend the run, which means he has to send at least five to six players after me to contain it. I'm not, is that is that about right, Wimmer? Yeah. It may not six, but five, four at least. You have mm-hmm. to you have to commit an extra guy every time to run to, for the run. Where if I'm not doing well on the run, he doesn't have to rush me at all. He can don't worry about back. it. Because I know he's not going to try to do that because he doesn't have that run game going. 
Now, yeah, I can... the vice versa to that is he may try to sneak a run around not thinking it and then gain like 15, 20 yards off it. Yeah. But that's, that's what it would be a sneak. And I'm about to hit that point when we play is that going back to what I was just saying, like I want him to commit to my run. Then I'll pull play action. And most of the majority of the time, if I can make him and his linebackers bite on my on that fake run, I'm, it's going to go like 45 yards or a touchdown with a mm-hmm. play action. Yeah. It hasn't or, been as successful because he knows get, where I'm going. Yeah, also, what helps a lot of the times, and I, and you know, knowing me, I do this a lot. Like when I overcommit to try and make a tackle, it, it's so obvious when you can tell, like when a player is trying to cut you down on an angle and trying to either force you out of bounds or try to go one way. You literally, all you need to do is juke the other way. Like, Wimmer, you were doing this too to me. Like, you just juke the other way and it went another 10, 15, 20 some yards. And it's like, Shit. I know. I know yeah. Brian doing that too. Yeah. Yeah. He because he, he, last done night he's done were, it. I, I was I, Carolina I and he said if you cut with uh, McCaffrey again, I'm break I'm taking his head off. <laughs> and I've done it. I did it a couple of times. Did you? Like, Yo, you cut it, but you cut. Mm-hmm. He he won that game. I did. I couldn't I couldn't stop McCaffrey. But before we get into there. the rest of our before we get into the rest of everything, um the last bit I was about to say is that majority of the times I think when Whitmer and I play, it's who can make who can trick the other person enough? It doesn't have to be yeah. four or five times. It's like two or three plays. If you can trick them on two or three plays throughout the game, you're probably going to win because that trick will go 45, 50 yards on a third down and 10. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. what we got me one time huge. on a like today, third when we went, I was like a third and eleven, third and twelve. And I threw a play, I threw a uh, screen and he didn't expect it. And I went off for like yeah. like I think like 20 yards. After he my, said a second before the play call, I don't like this playbook. I don't know what I'm going to do here. <laughs> and I really I wasn't it. sure because I, was like, I didn't love the play. I, I didn't love the screen I was in. But I, my, I, my entire process was, my, if he thinks I'm throwing it down the field, I can get this first down. If he thinks I might throw a short pass, right. I'm not getting it. Yeah, that, one's, that one's been the one we've been able to get each other the most on. He's been able to sound my screens a little better than I have, but for the most part, we can sneak a screen or two a game. Yeah, I don't use him too often. No. I use him every. I use him like maybe two yeah. or three times a game. He'll use him more if yeah, he's struggling. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, there you go. <sighs> yeah. Well, like Brian that said, our, we're yeah, that was our daily our Madden uh, you know, video games talk. <laughs> yeah, love it. Uh, that, that's our video game chat sesh there, and now we got another. Um, Bracket yes. was talking about Wimmer came up with this great I one. made Best another TV bracket which will since be 1995. Yes, because I wanted to wanted to do it different from our last one, and obviously TV's been around forever. And there's going to be a conclusion to this too, where it's animated characters, not just TV characters. Uh, but this one's just TV go. characters. And my thinking on this one was, well, TV's been around for so long, so long, and the last couple of years is significantly different. Yeah, I've barely watched all the shows ever that's been on. So I can't really say anything, but the characters put in here was more comedy series, sitcoms, those. I didn't or, do any drama. Or also any more one. characters were more likely to know. Yeah. I didn't do like Walter White or anyone from Game of Thrones. I didn't do anything like that. So many of these characters are going to know. It might be a little tricky, but this is just kind of it. Unless, unlike our last ones, it's gonna only going to be uh, eight. Because yeah. we tend this is to more idea. <laughs> That's it. Um, uh, first up, we have Homer Simpson, the number one seed against Phil Dunphy, number eight. Mm-hmm. We have Frank Reynolds, number four, against Andy Dwyer, number five. Michael Scott, number two, against Tor- Troy Barnes, excuse me, number seven. And Joey Tribbiani, number three, against Barney Stinson, number six. Yes. So, right. starting at the so top, I didn't want to, but he is the, one of the most iconic characters. Like I had to put him in here. Not saying that when we do the animated characters that he would take it all, but Homer is the most iconic. Yeah, the show's been on for thirty plus years. Not only that, but he's such an iconic, you know, line. Just because of that show, because of him, there's been knockoff shows of it. Yeah, Family Guy kind of being one of them. Yeah. Uh, Also, I'm not gonna lie. Full disclosure: I had no idea who Phil Dunphy was. He is the dad in Modern Family. I, I never watched Modern Family, yeah. so sorry. But he, I'll put this way: even if I knew who he was, the votes got to go for Homer because he's yeah. like I said, he's such an iconic 
character. That's yeah. why he's, that it's that's almost why he's impossible the not to defer. That's fair. Yeah, that's what are your thoughts on, on? I mean, I I like Phil a lot. I I don't watch it too often. Um, it's a great show. Modern Family. Phil's funny. There's a lot of good like memes with him. Mm-hmm. Um, like the llama one, like the video of the llama. It's hilarious. Um, but I'm going Homer. Yeah, like you guys said, it's you iconic. He, I love the family. I love uh, the Simpsons. Been on for like 30 years or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Um, feels great, but. If you're going overall characters, mm-hmm. I, I think go you gotta home. go Homer. Yeah. Also, to make it a little trickier on me, I didn't. I did one character from each show because you could I, have I like gone that. multiple yeah. characters from any of these shows. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And both of these, when we do this one and when we get to the next uh, bracket, yes, whenever that I is. agree. Uh, so going down now, we got Frank Reynolds from It's Always Sunny taking on Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec. This is a tough, is a tough one, one. I'm not yes. gonna lie. This is very tough. I haven't seen many episodes of Parks and Rec. I know I still got watched the entire show. I apologize, and I will do so. But I do know Andy Dwyer and Chris Pratt does a exceptional he job does. of portraying him. <laughs> he Chris Pratt is basically is Andy Dwyer in real life. Like, there's yeah, it's just he's. Yeah. But Frank Reynolds, though, from Always Sunny, there's something about Frank that you just can't. <laughs> so it's a tough one, but I think I know which one I'm going with. I know which one I'm going yeah. with. Yeah. For me, you I'm going to start. Yeah, I'm going with Frank Reynolds on this one because to me, the character of Andy is not that original. Because he's very childish, he's very kind of kind of yeah. you know that way, um, and I'm going to get to this later. But I feel like he's also kind of based off like Joey from Friends or anyone else from that kind of era. That's he's fair. kind of kind of the lovable idiot a little bit. That's kind yeah. of who he is. Like Frank that, Reynolds yeah. is just way out there. He is just. <laughs> I feel like on one of the very few. Exactly. I feel like one of the very few characters you can actually compare Frank Reynolds to is honestly Creed Bratton from The Office, in a way. Mm, I wouldn't say so. Okay. No, like no. there's nobody in the office. No one in the office is like Frank. No. Like you can you can say like slightly, I guess, just because he. Well, well, well I'm saying because he's creates out there. Yeah. That's why you'd say that, but I yeah. Mean, but he's Frank. not like Frank. I'm not saying he's the fullest, but yeah, no. But like, I get what you're saying. But Frank's yeah. boisterous, and Creed's not. No, that's fair. Yeah, no, I say boisterous would be like more like Dwight, but Dwight is nothing like Frank. No, right. So I would say I can't. I don't. I can't really think of too many shows that compare to Frank, or I should no. say too many yeah. characters that would not portray top of my him. head just because he's. Yeah. Just, but, he, he's that show is meant for chaos. Yeah. Yes, it is. And it is chaos. The, the one thing I will say about Frank that I love is the, the troll toll. The, uh, or the troll troll. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's one of these most iconic parts of the, the show, I think. And, um, I, 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 that's that and Rum Ham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man, Andy's great, but you, you do make a yeah. great point in then that you, you got to pick Frank because like he said, and something I didn't really think about is Andy is that kind of that, um, that very common character in a, in a comedy show. Not where that, not he's, that a, he's a bad character. He's, he, for no, a he, he's, he's a, a fantastic character. He's yeah. just that lovable idiot that almost every comedy show has. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's fair. Um, next up, we got Michael Scott. Number two, we got Troy Barnes. Yes. Number seven. We all want yes. Frank, right? Yes, Frank. we did. Yeah, for Frank. Yeah, okay. yes. Um, one, also, another one about this. I don't. I'm sorry from, for everyone. For yeah, everyone, I don't Community. know Troy. Yeah, he's from Community. Now uh, I've heard he's a fantastic show. It um, is. In yeah. terms of the shows that were on right, right around the office and Parks and Rec, where it's such yeah. an underrated, it just came up so underneath it because those shows were on. So because those shows were so iconic yeah. and everything. But the show itself is really good. And the reason why I put him on here is that, and it makes sense that he's with Michael Scott. And obviously, I think we all know who's taking this one because it's, you know, yeah. 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 Um, it's Michael is that Scott. In both of these cases, when both characters leave the show, the show drops off dramatically, at mm-hmm. least to me. 
So in Troy's defense, or uh, Donald Glover, who played him, when he left the show, the show tanked a lot more, har- a lot harder for me than it did when in the Scott office. Because in the office, you still had the same characters, essentially. You still had right. Dwight, you still had Jim, you still had Pam, you still had pretty much the whole office. Just Michael left, which is a huge loss because he was such an iconic to. Yeah. But you have all those other characters kind of back up the show. Yeah. But while Troy was a little more of a backgroundy character instead of uh, Michael Scott being, you know, the main person, uh, Troy was more like kind of a lovable idiot too. But his character after he left, the show just wasn't the same. But Michael Scott is just... He takes it easily, but that was just the only case I was oh, taking for Troy. Yeah, no, I I, I agree because uh, I want to say he's the best, similar, but I'd say he's to the, the most one. important character for me. Both these right. two, S- similar to, to the first show. one uh, like for the Philadelphia one. I, I don't unfortunately know Troy Barnes, Barnes's mm-hmm. character. Uh, you know Michael Scott. The, you know he's like another iconic character. That's just, and, and also one thing I really. Actually, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save that point. Uh, so never mind. But th- this one's, you know, whether I know Troy's character or not, um, this one's easy. It's Michael Scott, of course. Yes. Uh, last but not least, Joey Tribbiani against Barney Stinson. This is, this is a, a tough one here, I think. Because you I brought know. up the point, Whitmer, of earlier how, you know, like how Andy's kind of the knockoff version of, of Joey in a way. And, but I think Joey kind of set the standard in a exactly. way for that kind of character. Yeah. So, so that to me, is, that's where I wanted huge. to continue that point I was making with Andy before. Yeah. And that for me, the most yeah. iconic lovable idiot is, is Joey, Joey. And not just yeah. that is that even though he was the one character in friends that you say, maybe not as may not have changed as much or not as much mm-hmm. as went for him as terms of that character, he still had those moments outside of just being childish to be, you know, there for their friends. He was the one you yeah. could absolutely count on. Even though he was way out there, he was a lovable idiot. He kind of said, I feel like he kind of set the bar for that. He set the bar really high after that. Where Barney like. Stinson was one of those characters that was just out there for the, the show he was in for How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Did you both see crazy. How I Met Your Mother all the way through? Yes, multiple times. No. Of course. Yeah. See, yeah. So, so. I don't know. Who and both of these shows also, I didn't mean to do this either. It's perfectly accidental. Both these shows, Friends or How Much Your Mother is pretty much a knockoff of Friends. Yeah. Um, but for but going towards just the character themselves, not yes. the show itself. It's gonna be hard for me to choose one. Yes, Joey is the iconic, lovable, friendly, goofy kind of person where not much character development. Even though Barney came off more of, I would say, a more stubborn friend, mm-hmm. but he was always there for yeah. all of his friends. He mm-hmm. wasn't openly like he wasn't openly there like Joey was, but he was always there. He, he was. was always financially True. helping them. He was always willing to do things for them, help mm-hmm. them in any way they could. He could. He just wasn't as open about it. You just had, you had to literally just watch the show as it progressed to understand that's what mm-hmm. he was there for. He also had a very quick um, uh, character development. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. If, yeah, it went from very basically him just sleeping with all women, women and doing his own thing, very selfish, but he was always, always there for the friends as well. But then he became a very, I want love. I want one thing. I want yeah, this, this, and that. Not near the end of the show, but towards the end, he, he kind of changed. Like, I don't know, because he was kind of out there. Like, I don't really know what I want, but this is comfortable to me. This is safe. Yeah. This is comfortable. This is I know it. I know it. it. I won't get and hurt. I don't. And then you see later on, he has little things, you know, him and his father. He has his issues. So that kind of opens him up a little more. So then he wants, you know, love and all this. And then he thinks he has it like with Robin. Then he just kind of fails here and there. So then he goes back. To what he was comfortable with, but then I think what a big thing was like um, when he had his kid, 
And he yeah, said, I can't I, think yeah, of like yeah. what he said to the kid, his kid, but the baby, he was like, um, everything I am, everything I have is yours or will be yours forever yeah. or something like that. And I think that line transcended who he was. He went from this, you know, filthy, rich, um, kind of a dickhead yeah. to, in that moment, kind of like, no longer, I say, no longer he was the focal point. It was like, okay, this human being is the focal point mm-hmm. from now on. Where Joey was always like that. He never changed. No. Um, I'm going to go Joey, but I think you could argue really hard you could. for Barney because of the character development that he did have. It, it, but yeah. And what he did I, I really do enjoy a good, and I mean good character development, but it's kind of hard for me to say because, like, like I unfortunately pointed out, I'm unfortunately I've never seen How I Met Your Mother the whole way through. I apologize to fans Obviously. everywhere, Brian and everyone. I mean, it, it, uh, I love the show, but it got it's it's really repetitive. It is, yeah. Uh, but so I mean, Joey's Joey. I also he don't think you've seen Friends all the way through either, so. I, I've, I've seen I've seen actually a, a good amount, surprisingly. Um, but also that one not all the way through still. So. But regardless though, I, I, I like Joey's character overall though. Yeah. Yeah, I uh yeah. I watched them both through multiple times. Same. Me, I love I still love how I haven't watched it in a long time. It's a great show. Yeah, I just thought at one point at some point it got repetitive. It did. It just kind of just not repetitive. I mean, Friends did too a little bit. It was almost the same. Yeah. Just, yeah. Not as much. No. But they were. But like like you said, How I Met Your Mother was kind of a knockoff of. Yeah. You now, instead, just instead of a coffee shop, they were in a bar. Yeah. Exactly. Kind of there you go. Um, all right. So then we got Homer against Frank, Michael Scott against Joey. Down to the final four. I'm gonna go Homer. Yeah. I don't know. Like, gotta. Yeah, you do. He is the most iconic. Like he is the most iconic. So like, iconic, though. But it's just he's just an iconic about... TV dad. That's who he is. So many have come after him. Yeah, but Frank's like he, his he, own like, character, like. Well, he is. Like you guys even like, said to yourself, I, I, in a way, try to compare him to Creed because they're so unique and different, but you can't even compare him, like you said, to anyone out there. And, and you know, you can some, keyword somewhat compare other characters like to, to Homer Simpson. Obviously, not the very same, but he's, you know, Frank is Frank. Yeah. I'm going to go on the absolute rare upset here. Okay. I'm going to say Frank. But we're, but we're doing. Are we all having different finals then? No. We're still taking the majority. We're still taking the majority. Homer moves like, on. Like we usually do. Yeah. The, oh, yeah okay. Homer moves on. I'm just saying, in, in my vote, I'm voting towards Frank. It, it's not, it's not, the, it's not, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. It's not, yeah. It's not, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. And then, of course, you got Michael Scott against Joey. I'm going Joey because he's never been cringy. Joey was never cringy. This is true. As Mike, as Michael Scott has been. And there, there's, I, Jeff, I know, I know you're so biased. Well, about well, this. well no, well, no, here, cause I, I actually had a, a, for once a pretty legitimate argument for Michael Scott's okay, case. Sure. So, uh, after all the years I've been watching The Office and all the different things yeah. I've, you know, like watched and listened, the reason why Michael Scott is so cringy, it actually makes him a very great character overall because obviously it's very yeah. cringy, but it's like, look at the story of art of like how from season one all the way until Michael leaves the show and even when at some point he returns, uh, you know, for a brief game and everything, you go from such a cringy, like he's an extremely cringy boss to no one likes, no one wants to be around to you realize his backstory is so incredible because 
you realize like he, he's lived such a honestly like a heartbreaking life and you you can't mm-hmm. help but feel bad for the guy like he actually was a great salesman and when he's a regional manager he's kind of that guy is like he he just wants everyone to like him and you realize that like throughout his life he hasn't had many friends he hasn't had many people that actually enjoy having a conversation with them or inviting him out to drinks or anything like that and by the time like you get towards the end of the show like or or even when he leaves like you see the perfect example michael's last dunnies like when everyone they get mm-hmm. up and they sing for him you mean the scene and you, you see hate? like because of Will and the scene I hate because Will Ferrell ruins that amazing moment. <laughs> Will Ferrell, uh, but no, like it, you know, like it it shows by the end of the time Michael leaves how much everyone in the office actually truly does come to realize, come to actually love Michael Sky, and say like, look, like mm-hmm. by the end of the day, he he will always fight for his employees. He will always, you know think of his employees first and do whatever he can to make to he's obviously you can't live a perfect life, but he does what he can to give them as great of a life as he possibly can in the working world and tries to make life and in, in work in general fun for them where a lot of working, you know, a lot of bosses that are like, Oh, like here's your work. This is that. And of course he goofs off maybe a little too much, but you know, that's why he just can't help it because he wants to make it such an enjoyable life for them. And he wants by the end of the day, he wants up front to, to appreciate him as a boss and as a person. And by the time he leaves, his character leaves, you realize how much not only do they appreciate him, but they genuinely love him as a boss. Like Jim says, he's the best boss he ever had. And, and you know how much Jim kind of in a way despises Michael throughout the begin the couple seasons of the show and everything. And he messes with him too. And, and everything. but he, he genuinely cares about him too. And, and he starts tearing up because he goes, he realizes He's never had such a great boss like Michael Scott before. And as cringy as he has been, which I can see he has been extremely cringy. Scott Tubbs, uh, for example. You like that episode, you know, right? you, oh, Absolutely. Uh, but, you know, you can't help but feel bad for him. And his character arc is such a tragic one in a way. It goes to such a – it's like an emotional roller coaster the entire way. And by the time it's at the very end, it's like, wow, you actually love his character as a whole. I think, so I agree with everything you said. I also think it hurts that you didn't watch Friends all the way through. And, and that's true, too. I, 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 I think that hurts a that, lot. That does hurt. In the, situation between, in the situation between Michael Scott and Joey. Because Joey is pretty much... And you're not wrong. So Joey is very much like, and what can back me up on this, because he's watched the entire thing as well. Or at least the majority, if not. Uh, did you wrong. watch the entire thing? Yep. Okay. That where, like, Again, multiple times. See... Every, everybody loves Joey, but when it comes to love, like, you know, Michael Scott, Joey didn't go out of his way to find it because he doesn't believe he deserves it, in a sense. He doesn't think he's good enough for it or whatever, so he's yeah. kind of like Barnes Stinson in that sense of, this is comfortable because yep. he doesn't want to get her. Like, there's a scene where he likes Rachel, and, and she says no to him, and he's like, oh, okay, no, it's okay, I get it. Meaning, like, in that kind of sense, you think he's like, I'm not going to be kind of good enough for you. I'm not going to be able to give you what you need or whatever. Right, what you actually deserve. I'm not saying that's what you it is about, but that's what you can take away and in a, in a snippet yeah. of it mm-hmm. in that scene. So, in that sense, Joey's the same way in the romantic levels of Michael Scott. I think Michael Scott had a better character development moving forward. Because mm-hmm. um, Joey, but I have one again. Mm-hmm. But I still think you would have to go Joey because of what the entire season, what the entire show put him through and what he came out as. Mm. You know, what he didn't change, there were things, a lot of things did change in him for him as he moved forward. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's why I just think you would have to, that's what I personally would choose Joey. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and you're right, that, of... that, is, that is certainly fair that if I watch the whole with you, I might have a completely different opinion. And, and that's fair. See, I'm a little... I, I think at the moment I'm leaning a little more towards Joey. But to me, I think both characters, even though they're a little more out there, they're very relatable to real life. And that... yeah, And both these cases, well, not that much has gone on in the entirety of their shows, they still had their 
ups, they had their downs, they had their rough upbringing somewhat. Uh, you know, Joey had his big family and all this, and then he's on his own. He's kind of a struggling actor. Michael Scott, you know, his parent, his mom and dad were divorced and all this. So, you know, he had a little bit of an awkward kind of development coming up, uh, which could maybe de- explain why he's the way he is, why he always wants to be liked, because he just never really had that. So he feels like he mm. kind of deserves that. But for me, I think Joey, I just like Joey more. I just like his characters more than <laughs> yeah. Scott. At the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. And then, <laughs> like, I think all- I like it. I like Michael Scott as a character and yeah. all this. And he's so iconic and, to his and, character. And that's and again, 100% like fair. I said, back to the Troy Barnes and uh, Michael Scott, and that to me, he was more iconic than anything else than when he left the show. Because when he left the show, then he just wasn't the same. Even though they tried to do a runoff, a spinoff of Joey, and it just didn't work. Yeah. I also think the friends, like the office, you can't really relate to. No. And for the, for the majority of the, uh, the characters, because they're so quirky. Where friends, when the show began, they were literally in their twenties, going through in the show itself. They were giving real life situations. Yeah, which I get, but the only thing, the only thing I'll ever ever argue in that sense is their apartment, which was handed down to them by their grandmother. Yeah, which was handed down to them. So that's that. that, That's also where again it hurts. It hurts Jeff yeah. where he doesn't see the show, so he doesn't know the entire concept of everything. Right, um, but but still, like the fact that they're still able to afford it in New York, like throughout their twenties, though. Yeah. Well, at one point there were like three people living there. Mm-hmm. Two people yeah, living there. That's fair. So, like, I just think, but but the character wise, I'm not talking about where they lived. I'm not talking about. I I know, York, I know. I'm saying, I know. Per character, they're more relatable in every sense than The Office. Because they're going through losing jobs, finding new jobs, going through relationships, getting dumb, yep. you know, all getting married, doing everything. Early twenties to late twenties, you know, 30s. go through then into the thirties, having kids, you know, Ross and his divorce, you know, going through love again and all the stuff. Every single one of them, you can be like. Since we're in our twenties, like right, it, I did that. It, like you said, it's more. I, I relate. I relate to it, even though we know they're made, they're making million a million dollars per. But the character itself, it's like okay, yes, you're going through that hardish. Hey, that's what I'm going through right now too. Yeah. Right. So, and then I mean, of course, always, Dunder Mifflin, none of that is as, if not ever, relatable. Really, I mean, mm-hmm. their relationships maybe, but they're all just kind of working. They're so all of them are quirky. No one's gonna be like, oh, I'm like the white. No one's gonna be like no. No, no one's Dwight. No one's great, realistically. Like, no. like maybe someone's someone's more like Jim and Pam, um, Ryan. Aaron, Ryan, maybe. But that's it. Like, I'm not gonna lie. That's I a you said ma- Brian. That's I'm like, maybe. I mean, you can be like Brian. So, um, <laughs> but like, be? that's like a maybe. True. But that's a maybe. That's like, a, eh. I can see some yeah. things every now and then. But friends is like every show is like. I yeah, that. that's mm-hmm. fair. There you go. Um, so uh, Joey moves on, and yes. he is the underdog Facing... in this, going up against Homer Simpson. Yeah, I think it got to go Homer on this one for me. Again, as we've mentioned many times, at least I have. He's just so iconic. <laughs> the show's been on for thirty years. I mean, yeah. I mean, really. <laughs> I gotta go, Joey. Okay. I know it's not gonna win. I know. I think Jessica gonna pick Homer. I mean, but, I feel like a yeah. But you I gotta go have to go Homer based... in this because I I've seen I've seen more of his and, and and it's in a way unfair because I haven't seen the show the whole way through for Friends and obviously like for Simpsons it's so many episodes. But, but you you've know, seen enough to understand Joey. I've seen character. enough to understand Homer's character, so it unfor- it's an unfair advantage towards Homer. Um, like some of the other ones that I've picked. Um, so unfortunately, Homer kind of does have that advantage. But like I said, it, it's not a fair one because I've seen more episodes of that. But you get an, a sense of Homer's overall. I think you make an argument for either one on this case. You, you could certainly make I get, a, I get, an argument for Joey. I get Homer, 
and I understand him winning. And I'm okay with that. I just would choose yeah. Joey again, based off of um, the relatability, like ability, not just like not relatability, not just like ability, but relatability of I get it. Um, everything he goes through, the entire every every episode, every show, every uh, season, I get it. I went. We've all been through it, no matter if you realize it or not. Um, that's why I'd go with him. But get that. Yep. Again, it's, it's, if it's it was a plus any, one for me, if it but was I, anybody else, yeah, it, I'd choose Homer. Right. Yeah. There you go. Fair points. The show that was been on for thirty years, three decades. Yes. And going. Mm-hmm. Still going. Still going. Not surprised about that one. No. But in both cases, they both shows kind of had spinoff shows, like it. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Simpsons kind of paved the way for like Family Guy, Rick and Morty, um, and those shows, Big yeah. Mouth, all that, like all those kind of animated <laughs> characters. Yeah, mm-hmm. Big Mouth's great. Like that's that's what it is. Yeah. So props, props to them. Hats off to them. Yeah, they're still going strong. Those are the shows also that you can like just. Jeff and I do this all the time, same as you went, Rick. I'll just hop on Family Guy in the middle of a random season, mm-hmm. don't care, and I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. Same yeah. thing as like Simpsons. You don't have to watch. I, like it's kind of like that's what I like about those shows. Like it's not like How I Met Your Mother or Friends, where you like okay to understand what's happening. You, you have to follow the specific at least timeline. The, yeah, at least the beginning of the season would help you if you decide to hop into the middle yeah. of season four. Right? You yeah. don't have to go all the way back to season one. But going back to at least season four, episode one would help you more. Where these shows, you could hop in on season twenty of of um of uh, The Simpsons, episode seven, and just turn it on. Yep, and yeah. enjoy it. You would. So that's why I do like those shows a lot. Yeah, that's why I like them too, and that's why for the next bracket, it's going to be the next one, animated characters. Seeing how this one went, we'll see how that goes. And with that, I think Jeff and I might be on later this week for Hockey Podcast. Until then, we'll see you next time.